two. What up, y'all? It's your boy Sin.com, Sin.com podcast, the Who Got Next series. And um, today we have a special guest. Who do we have in the building? It's Maj. What's good, y'all? Maj, what's going on, brother? How's everything going? It's going good. You know, just chilling. How are you? I'm good, man. I can't complain. And Maj, you from um, Rochester, right? Uh, yeah, 585 stand up. For sure. <laughs> um, so preparing for the interview, man, like we, we kind of do more of like a little sit down than an interview. We, we kind of just like, you know, a conversational piece. So um, but I've always been curious because I, I've known a lot of people that that came from Rochester, but moved more to like the city area. Right. Like, to you know, Manhattan or Queens. Um, so I'm always curious. Like, what's how's the Rochester music scene or is there a music scene in Rochester? Like the music scene, like we definitely got a we got a few like local talents who who really popped and like uh, like I fuck with Dini and like uh, uh you heard Clash Murder Clash Murder from here too okay yeah he did a track with Casanova heavy um, this summer so yeah so like yeah like it's, it's definitely talent here you know what I'm saying and like everybody on their own type of speed everybody want to be their own boss which is not, it's something I like you know what I mean and y'all definitely already got that mindset in the city so. You do, me, do, you, like, do you feel like Rochester has something to prove? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, because out of New York, man, Rochester is one of those parts that people forget, man. Like, hey, you know, you know, everybody yeah, like, who I like know. Like, we here. <laughs> <laughs> like, we right here, you know what I'm saying? Like, we right here. Everybody like, who I know like, from Rochester, like, I know spitters. You know what I mean? Like, like, uh-huh. like spitters, like people who are, like, really focused on, like, lyrics and and um and yeah. wordplay and stuff. I don't know anybody that's into that gimmicky shit from Rochester. So I, and I feel like I feel that way about Buffalo, man. I feel like that's why I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of like Griselda because even before Griselda, people mm-hmm. outside of Griselda, people from Buffalo, they've always been spitters. And I think it's because they're kind of isolated, so they're not really concerned with what the trend is. It's more about like, nah, we're gonna put out this type of music yeah, because like, we want to. What you said? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. That's a fact. Not to cut you off. I'm sorry. Yeah, like that's a fact. Yeah, for sure. No, nah, that's 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 sure. that, that's that's love. Um, yeah. is is your influence based upon based like is your influence as far as your music based upon like what's around in Rochester? Like, what's the what's the environment, man? I, I'm just so intrigued because I've been in Rochester on some passing through, but I've never really like rested my head or chilled out there for like you know long periods of time. It's always been like in passing, whether it's people I know or mm-hmm. something that's going on. So like. What's the scene, man? Like, if people don't know Rochester and, and you were responsible responsible for telling them about Rochester, like, how would you describe the scene? I bet. So, like, you gotta understand, like, like with every, like, every city, like, every, even major city, like, especially major cities, like, you got your, you got your cliques, you got your, you like, your, you know what I'm saying? The people, like, you hang with, you got your east side, your west side, your north side, and your south side, you know what I mean? And obviously you got your squares or, like, you got the people that live in the suburbs, the suburban areas, you mm. know what I mean? So, like, me personally, I, the way I grew up, like, since I was a jit, you know what I'm saying? Like, my family would come over and have me sing in front of them, mm. like, on Thanksgiving and Christmas, like, literally in front of the whole family, like, Maj, like, in, in like, Tidy Whitey's just dance. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I swear to like... I've been there, yo, I've been there, I know, I know the feeling. <laughs> So like on the spot from my early from my early age, you know what I mean. That's that's how Rochester is. Like you are gonna get put on the spot early, yeah. Especially when, like you ain't from out here. Like don't take a don't like don't take offense to that though. Like it's love. Like we want to see what you about. Mm. 
And if you could walk that walk, you should definitely keep walking that walk. And you better talk like that too, you know what I'm saying? Confidence is high in people. And I just, you know, I, lo- I would love to see a lot more people doing what they love. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, and that and that's what's that's what's really dope because um, I'm a fan of people that 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 do what they love with the right reasoning. You know what I mean? And and especially as an independent artist, like I love hearing artists who are authentic to who they are and not trying to follow a trend or a sound. Um, you know, and and, and for me, you know, musically now it's like a lot of people coming up. They just sound like everybody else. You know, and um. Yeah. I hate that. I mean, so so with your with your inspiration behind being an artist, are you inspired more from the all right? I'm gonna make this music because I want to get paid, or are you inspired by making music for yourself or to move people or to build a fan base off of just your creativity? Like, what's your main source of inspiration? I'm very selfish with my music. I'm gonna be honest with you, right off the rip. I mm. <laughs> like. Like okay, I I I I created Ooh times three in February, then dropped it till the summer. I was literally listening to it to, for myself for months. Mm. <laughs> and mm. it was just the same thing with other music. Like it's a like a lot of I, a lot of artists don't say this, but I I, I peak because I do it myself. It's like I would make something and I hold on to it in a walk for a while. A while. And why why is that? Are you are you just a tough critic, or is it because you're not ready to put it out? What is it? It's a feeling for me. Mm. Like it could be like I could feel the song, but I could get like because everybody has their circle, they can send that music to who has like fresh ears, and like they'll mess with it too. But it's still something. It's a feeling for me personally. It's a feeling. Like right now isn't right, but at the time when I did drop, it was right. You know what I mean? Like what I was going through and. Like my mindset, it was right. Yeah. And like you ever, like if you ever listen to Ooh, Ooh Time, like I said again, Ooh Times Three, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hear it. It's like for me, it was joy. It was I dropped it during the summer. It was joy. Like it's, it talks about joy, happiness, whatever you feel. You know what I mean? Like yeah. get out of like what we have, what's happening right now. Like everything, like you know, shit shutting down this year. You know what I mean? Like our people getting killed by these cops. Yeah. And all this and all that. Remember that we strong, we're strong people. Yeah. Yeah. And people. People. Our, our strength is our intelligence. You know what I'm saying? It, it really is. So when we come together. We can't stop. So two things, because I, I had an interview yesterday that I said the same thing. I was like, you know, we we um we as 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 black people, man, and um we we tend to find reasons to not like someone instead of the things that we have alike. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like we follow that same mentality, bro, that same, you know, from slavery that was instilled in us where we feel like we have to be bitter against each other and just like, you know, not, you know, uh-huh. not really be one. And I think, you know, never we, help each other. yeah, we never want to help each other, man. It's like we kind of defeat ourselves before we have a chance to even win. And and we constantly set ourselves back. Um, but you said something that I that I love, like, because I'm, I'm always... So like I'm a, I'm a different individual when it comes to music, man. Like I I love quality over quantity. Um, right. Once I see an uh, indie artist or the artist re- releasing album after album, mixtape after mixtape, single after single, back to back to back to back, I lose interest because I'm like, all right, what's your reasoning for it? Like you're not working the record, 
you know, you're not mm-hmm. taking your time with the record. And you said you really wait until the right time to release the records. And I think that's like super, super dope. And that's a lost art, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So many people just like, yo, I just made this record. I'm going to put it out right now, you know? Like, and then, you know, that's that's what I hate uh, about. I used to hate about SoundCloud. Like, SoundCloud is like, you know, um, people just record it, just throw it on SoundCloud. And because it's a free service, it's like, yo, my DMs, man, SoundCloud, my page is private. And it's because I get like, I used to get SoundCloud link. I noticed that, yeah. Yeah, nah, bro, listen. A, A, I'm a big fan of protecting my energy. B, it's like, yo, the amount of DMs that I would get from people with, with links to their music. And, you know, with me being it's a producer. So watered down now. Yeah, it's so watered down, man. And being a producer and an artist, it's so important to just like limit what you take in, you know? Um so I respect the quality over quantity. Like you you make you make music that it's like, you know, I like I rock with some of your stuff. You know what I mean? Like grape juice, right? So like things yeah. like that is like, okay, I see where he's going with this. I see what he's trying to do. And and I can't say who you sound like. And that's like that's to me that's dope. To me that's I dope. That so now I have a, I have a theory, right? My theory is I feel like I can tell a lot about a person by asking them three questions. So I'm going to ask you one of these questions right now. Um, okay. Hmm, do I want to say dead or alive? Um, okay. So even 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 if the artist is dead, give me your okay. five go to inspirations musically. And it could be any genre. It doesn't have to be just rap. It doesn't have to be R&B. Give me any genre of, of music uh, that your five go-to I, artists. You done messed up. All right, so Michael Jackson. Everyone says Michael. Okay, but it, it makes sense. The GOAT. All right, so I'll give you very vaguely. Michael, because, like, okay, I had the VHS when he first... I don't know, my mom did it. She recorded it. Like I told you, been dancing and all that since I was young. Yeah. We used to watch the VHS and watch him do the moonwalk, and I would sit there and, like, literally practice. Mm. Like, literally. Like, literally, like... Did you ever, <laughs> like, did you ever get it? <laughs> Oh yeah, I could do it. Uh, see, we, I we never got it. I used, I used to try to practice. I, I never got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm that type of person. Like, as, once I, once I see something that I want to apply to me in my own way, I'm you, gonna get it. You gonna get it? <laughs> I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. So, Michael, Frankie Lyman. Ooh. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Okay. Chris Brown. Chris Brown, and I would say James Brown. Your top five is yeah. different. I, I rock with it. Your top five is different. Um, so just off of that, you you're a fan of versatility, pretty much. Yeah. So like your playlist can be anywhere. Like your playlist can be you could have MJ on your playlist, and then you can go to Chris Brown, and you could probably hear like some G Unit. Like, and I like that. I like when artists have like a, a variety of of influences in their palette. Um, yeah. Now. So question number two, you had one album that you had to uh-huh. listen to, right, um, uh-huh. for a whole year, and this album is the album that you just stuck with, this is the album that you are feeding for your influence as an artist, this is the album that you have to um, listen to when you just need, uh, you know, a certain kick, what's that one album that you're listening to? I just said his name, Heartbreak on the Full Moon. The Chris Brown record? 
Yeah, Heartbreak on the Floor. I'll listen to. I'm gonna tell you right now. The, the thing is, what like a lot of people like fell off with him, like like especially around here, is like they fell off for like listening to him. But like his approach and way the way he says and the way he he brings his words into the way he even like even when he raps. Yeah, his approach is very different. He's yeah. very different. And yeah. that's why he's still who he is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's Chris Brown. Nah, Chris, Chris, Chris Brown is, um, that, and the reason why I'm surprised you said that album, man, is because people don't mention that album a lot, but that album is, is like, with that, that of, album is, oh my God, with the amount of tracks he put on that, that album, album, bro, with the amount of tracks he put on that album, it shouldn't have been great. that great. Like, like, and he was snappy, <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, nah, yeah. Like, yeah. So, Chris, Chris Brown to me is one of those artists that, I'm never scared if I see he has an album with 60 songs on it. <laughs> like, like. Oh, it's gonna be lit. We yeah, it's, yo, it's, <laughs> out of those 60, I know I'm gonna get a good 50, 52. That's fire. Something like that. Yeah. It's gonna be fire. I swear yeah. it is. Nah, he got even the filler songs. Like, if you sit there and listen, no funny. I, I swear, I've listened to the entire album one to 58. Like, literally, from yeah. when drop, they extended. Like, if you just sit there and listen, like, even to the filler songs, like, he's still talking. Yeah. It's just in, in, in a different light. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, now, nah, nah, Chris, Chris Chris is good for that, man. Um, Chris, Chris is great for that. Not even say good. He's great for that. You know, for a while, I was a fan of more of his fillers than the singles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause, cause, mm-hmm. And also the snippets. Like, Chris would give you a good snippet. And you'd be like, damn, I need the rest of that song. You know, like his interludes and, 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 and stuff. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's, <laughs> nah, he's, he's killing for that. Um, All right, cool. So another question. You okay. have the option to have five artists on your new project. All right. Um, uh-huh. You have an open budget. Any artists, of course, they have to be alive um, for your next project. Right. You right. don't care about album right. sales. You don't care about how many people uh, are, are, are listening to your album. It's just strictly, this is your piece of art. What five artists are you right. including on that album? So, alright, so, if we're speaking more on the lens terms of, like, for myself, to, if I'm doing that, I'll be obviously trying to grow myself, so, in a way, so, um, it'll be, I would go Young Thug. Okay. I like Gunna. Gunna. Okay. I would definitely try to work with Chris on something. Okay. But that that's gonna be like that's the, that's that's like a lockdown. Don't come out the house for like a month. <laughs> like, nah, yeah, I hear it. Right. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm so, um, and uh, I'd say, I, uh. I kind of really want to work with Tiger though too. Really? And it sounds weird, but like yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I yeah, do, and no, because because Tiger Tiger's one of those artists that he'll sneak one on you. <laughs> yeah, like because he, like he's different. <laughs> yeah, like he, he, yeah, yeah, for sure. So Tiger, um, I definitely do a song with um with Davies too though. No funny. I, mm. I just spoke about Davies yesterday, and I was like, you know, Davies as dope as he is, I guess. I really want him to come into his own more, and I don't. I don't know yeah. if I'm being too hard on Davies because he's Nas's artist, but 
you know, I just, I just, I just feel like Dave East should be that main dude in New York as far as rap. I feel like literally, literally, you're signed to Nas, and you have the presence, and the girls like like you. You know, you're acting, you you're speaking that shit that we want to hear. You should be that main Uh dude in New York. You know what I mean? Like you should be that main pivotal voice in New York. So, and it's not too late, man. I'm just waiting to see what he does. Um, he's very consistent with his projects, so we give him that. You know what I mean? That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, he's super consistent with that. And he, I feel like he would definitely challenge me though, like. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He he, he, he he's one of those artists that I feel like he's just one big moment or one record away from like okay. And the Chris Brown record was a dope record, but I think he didn't have a good follow up to it. And I think yeah. that he gave Chris too much room on that record to make it feel more like a Chris Brown record than a Davies record. It was well, um. That's a Chris Brown. That's a Chris yeah. Brown situation. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because we had him at a show. We had him a show on a show, and he performed that record like eight, nine times. And I'm going to tell you, uh, every time he performed that record, it was like it was his first time performing. That that, that club was going crazy. So um, he definitely got it. Um, you know, so, so here's, here's, here's another thing, too, that, that I, I wanted to ask. And this is something that's new because of the situation that's going on now. How has COVID affected you as an artist? Because I feel like this is the time when... Uh, creators, not just whether you're an artist, but if you're a producer or a designer or whatever, you know, I feel like this is the time that a lot of us should have really tapped into that creative bag a little bit more. Um, but how did it affect you or or did it affect you or has has everything been, you know, uh, you know, same routine? Yeah, it definitely affected me. Uh, I'd say it like in a way it, it, it was like neither here, neither good or bad, but it was both, but like you say neither way because like look where I am now. Like I'm I'm in a better place than I was last year, honestly. Mm. I think for myself. Mm. So with that, you know, yeah, it's a lot of uh backdrops like I was doing I would do like little local shows here and there but like before COVID and was obviously when COVID came, all that stopped. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like to get exposure to keep building on to myself that that kind of halted but then you have to basically learn how to adjust and find out other ways right and that's life yeah you know what I'm saying I learned that in the army so <laughs> that's life man yeah nah I get it I get it and and um that that's that's what I live by like I tell people all the time man like the real world and things don't stop because of what you're going through on a personal level, right? And I also saw that how, for me, it made me tap into more of the realigning my focus side because I, you know, besides the podcast, besides me, you know, you know, as an artist and producer and and, and all the other stuff that I do, one of the main things that I, I, I was doing was I was putting together concerts and I was putting together showcases for artists. And... Okay. Obviously, that requires venues, right? So I had I had a couple of things in, in play around that time. Um, you know, we had like three showcases that we were booking for artists, you know, once a week. So every Saturday we had something lined up um, for the month before things got shut down. And then I was supposed to be okay. heading to Canada to help organize a tour out in Canada. And um, God rest his dead. God rest the dead, man. Um, Fred the Godson, who was a, a close friend, 
of mine and somebody who I worked with. You know, yeah, so Fred passed and we were supposed to bring Fred out to Canada and a bunch of different artists. And and um, I literally watched things get shut down right in front of my face. I've watched the venues go from, okay, 50% capacity to 25% capacity to, nah, we can't have this going on at any venues. We're shutting down all the cl- the lounges, the bars, the clubs, all of that, you know? Wow. And it made me just sit back and think like, yo, damn, like in a, in a, in a week, everything could be shut down. Literally. And, you know what I'm saying? Like Literally. all it takes is like, you know, the governor and the mayor and the president going on the news and saying whatever. And then the social media sites saying it. And then all the laws are passed and things get shut down as quick as it did. And it made yeah. me look at myself and it made me look at other independent artists and see how they were doing. But it made me see the major artists and the major labels and how they would survive. Because the most important part of being an artist or, or, or the biggest stream of income for a lot of artists is the touring money. So yeah. you can't tour without venues, you know, and then, you know, being restricted to stay inside. So, yeah, you know, I, I respect the creators that actually survived this and, and came out with more of a, um advantage, you know? Um, yeah. With this whole COVID thing. Um, now... Are, are you are you current? I mean, things are slowly opening up now. Are you doing shows? Are you looking to do shows? Like, do you are you one of the artists that that are big on performing, or are you more just like the studio artist that just want to put out music and just and just put it out to the world um, via streaming? Okay, so I, I honestly I did I did a um I did a, I did the Def Def Jam showcase up here. Okay. With uh with uh we'll stop. I, I believe. Will Styles, Will Styles, Will Styles, yeah, that's my that's that's my guy, Will Styles, yeah, from yeah. from uh, I think it's Major League Bookings or something. Yeah, yeah, I did that one, and then I tell you, uh, I did a song called Ran Off as well, Ran Off Circa. Okay, um, and I tell you, <laughs> like it's a difference between like listening to my music and actually seeing me perform it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna mess with it. I, I honestly. Not, not the sound come off too boldly or anything like that, but you're gonna. I, I make music. You're gonna move like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're gonna feel. You're gonna feel it. Like you're gonna feel it. Like cause I gave everything to me. You know what I'm saying? Like what I, I be telling people when like they girl, ask me like why are you doing? It? You know because I I give everything to this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like when I perform, Ooh, Times Street and ran off like you know what I'm saying they felt it. They saw it. You know what I mean? Like. It's this. I want y'all to see it too. <laughs> yeah, nah. And you know, the thing too is, uh, a lot of times I'll hear music from an artist and I get sold on a performance. You know? Uh-huh. Like, it's the it's the performance or the videos that sell me on the record. I guess because we live in such a, a visual age now. Um, so that draws me a little bit more than the quote-unquote, you know, uh, MP3 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's that sells me more. Um, what do you got? What do you got lined up now, man? What are you working on? What do you, what, what's what's next for you? So like, what I got lined up right now? Obviously, I'm with. I I got a video coming out called "Been There, Done That." It's a song I dropped on SoundCloud. It's a song Dr. Dre did like mad long ago. Like actually, I think it was like the year I was born. Like I think it was '93. Okay. That song '93 or '95. I did it. I did my own version of it, like the East Coast version of it, like my own touch. Mm. So the video dropping soon. You know what I'm saying? That's what's next for me. Is is, is Jay one of your favorite I, producers? 
Yeah, he actually is. I like his. I really like his approach on the way, like the way he creates and like, like it's really, it's really the like. It's like he got a backstory to how he makes his beat. Yeah, and like how he produced people. Yeah, like, like especially been there, done that. How it the the, the, the like the backdrop like I'm like. That's a that's a dope ass record, man. That's a record. It really is. Yeah. It really is. You guys, I'm telling you, should definitely check that out. <laughs> hey, yo, and you, and, you, and you know what's crazy too, Dre. Dre's one of those producers who I feel like has made timeless music where, because you can play Chronic right now. You can play Doggy Style right now, you know? Um, and it still has a good feel to it. Um, so that's dope. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in seeing the visual for that, man. Um, nah, yeah, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. And and just like, I, you know, like I said, Rochester's one of those places where I've never been disappointed by any of the artists that I've heard from Rochester so far. Um and definitely hearing some okay, of your music, good, man. I ain't been disappointed in anything that you got and that you bring to the table too. Um, we're also going to include a song on the on the, on this episode. What song are we 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 add into this episode? What song do you want us, the, the world to hear? I want the world to hear Maj U Times Three. Okay, you now, see. Now, y'all listen to this. Mm-hmm. It's like it's going. They're going to feel it. Like just vibe with it. You know what I'm saying? If you you down, you had a bad day. It don't matter. Get up. Then have fun. You know what I'm saying? Your boyfriend cheating on you? It don't matter. You still alive, baby. Let it all go. You know what I'm oh man! Now, so 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 you really you really you really make music for the people. Yeah. That's dope, man. That's yeah. that's that's dope. Well, listen, bro, man. It's been a pleasure, man. We definitely we're gonna do a part two. We're gonna do a part two because right now, you know, we're doing this. You know, um, you know. Uh, or you know, via the phone and stuff, right? But um, yeah. we definitely, we definitely got to set up something in person because, like, I really vibe with your energy, man. I'm not just saying this because you're on the phone, um, but just your your energy and, and what you're about. And when I get a, a good vibe from somebody, I definitely want to build and get more visuals and just you know, just sit down and chop it up with you, um, to see what else you got going on. Um, and okay. I mean, you got you got no shows and sure. stuff lined up yet, right? Nothing, nothing lined up as of now. Nah. Nah, I got not lined up, you know what I'm saying? But more so work paying attention to the craft right now. But like I said, to be to 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 be decided or coming well, so well, well like you said, man, you you, <laughs> yeah. you you take your time anyway with your releases, so you know that's yeah. that that's something that's that's dope anyway. How can everybody find you, man? Uh you can find me uh at Maj the Singer on Instagram. Um go there on on SoundCloud, it's Samaj Wester, S-E-M-A-J, L-E-S-P-E-R. Or if you know the songs, or you know somebody that know the songs, they can show you. Or type in Maj Randolph, circle on Google, it'll pop up everywhere. All right, I man. Mean, I, I stand on that. That's, I stand that's, on that. That's good, man. Got the branding like, in the order, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my brother. Well, it was a pleasure, you know, chopping up with you. We definitely going to do this again. All right, man. It was good talking to you. All right, bro. Send that comp podcast.